Hi, and welcome back to another Elevator Talk with Michelle. So for the time that is ours to share, I wanna talk about why you are your own worst enemy. You see, we all experience moments of self-loathing, doubt, fear, frustration, and the list can go on and on and on by our own hands. And these things that we say and do to ourselves, we do them sometimes on a daily basis. Indecision, self-doubt, and lack of confidence or motivation are all byproducts of our inner destructive self-talk. Some people don't realize they are being self-destructive. So here's some reasons why you are your number one worst enemy. Let's jump right on in. Number one, you don't manage your expectations. It's good to expect a lot of yourself. Great to forecast good things coming your way. However, and because if you walk into every situation with an expectation to gain the most out of it, you're going to always come out of it feeling unfulfilled. Anytime I go into a situation, doesn't matter how big or small, I'm always expecting the best because nobody goes into a situation making uh, speaking damnation unto themselves. However, if you expect to always have good things come out of what you're doing, you are going to walk away feeling sad, down, unfulfilled, depressed, and, and, and the list goes on and on. If you set ridiculous goals for yourself, you will either burn yourself out and crash and burn, or you will let go of that commitment that you made to yourself. So for example, if I make a commitment to myself, to work out at the gym every day for the next six months. You and I both know that that's not gonna happen because things are gonna come up. I do have a couple of times where I, that I will be traveling out of town, so I'm not even gonna be here to go to my gym. But if I do that, the first time that I can't get to the gym for whatever reason, I'm going to beat myself up about not going. And then eventually, the next time I have to not be able to go for whatever reason, I'm going to say, you know what the hell with it? I'll just get started again next year or, or whenever. But, but that's what happens when you put unrealistic expectations on yourself. So when you're coming up with commitments, make sure they are obtainable. It's just like losing weight. Why would you sit and tell yourself that you're going to drop 100 pounds in a month? Can have people done it? Of course they have. Have now. I don't know if it's the necessarily the healthiest way to do it, but the thing is, is that a month is not enough time to try to lose a hundred pounds in a safe manner. And so, when you don't get to your goal, you're going to just brush your hands and say, "The heck with it. I'm I'm done." I am just done and I'm going to walk away from it. So this becomes especially dangerous when you expect things outside of your control to act a certain way. You have no control over, over whether your favorite team wins. You have no control over what the weather is going to be on any given day. You have no control of how your new eight neighbors will act or how your relationship will end over, end up, end over, end up. You can pray and ask God to let that relationship work out. But ultimately you have no control over how it's gonna end up because you can do everything that you're supposed to do. You can love that person better than they've ever been loved their entire lives. 
but that doesn't mean that they're going to stay faithful to you. You just cannot control that. All you can do is pray that they'll do the right things. Mm, that's deep right there, y'all. Let me get back to my notes. Let me get back to my notes. <laughs> so you have no control over any of those matters. And you will experience devastation if and when things don't work out the way that you want them to, i.e., meeting your expectations you ever notice how people tend to get upset when folks don't meet our expectations and that's all they were they were just your expectations you, your expectations cannot make somebody act a certain way that's not how life works so make sure you always set realistic goals for yourself and for the people around you also, never bite off more than you can chew. Look towards achieving your goals, but be realistic. Always be realistic. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. Always be realistic. Number two, you don't appreciate the small things. Life is short. So when we have to learn, so we have to learn to appreciate the small things. If you only focus on the big things, you miss out on so much that life has to offer. Let me give you a perfect example. Many of you know that I only get on the scale the first of every month because it was just too draining for me to get on the scale weekly. Especially when I know that I had a great week the previous week. I journaled everything I ate. I ate healthy. When I was doing Weight Watchers, I stayed within my points. I stayed within my calorie intake goal, all of that good stuff. And I'm working out and so I get on the scale and the scale says that I, I didn't lose, I didn't, I didn't lose any weight, but I didn't gain anything either. So that's a good thing, but that's not what I expected. I expected the scale to go down because I did my part. And so that's why I only get on the scale once a month. And that is the first of every month. But I was talking about appreciating the small things. So I got on the scale on the first of July and the scale said I dropped four pounds from when I got on the scale the first of June. Now, many people may say, oh my goodness, girl, that, that's, that's nothing. Who cares about that? Now, was I expecting more? Of course I was. Did I fall off the wagon along the way? Yes, I did. So I couldn't get mad at myself when the scale didn't say what I really wanted it to say because I know there were times that I didn't do what I was supposed to do. But be that as it may, I was happy about the four pounds that I lost. You know why? Because I didn't go up four pounds. So I said, hey, you know what? It may not be a lot to some people, but I was excited. I was happy. In fact, I shared it with somebody. And they were like, four pounds, that's it. I said, hey, works for me. I didn't gain four pounds. So that's why I'm trying to encourage you all to enjoy the small things. Because when you don't enjoy the small things, you miss so much. Some big things we all want are homes cars amazing jobs a wife a husband kids and these things are fine but we show god how much we appreciate the big things by being thankful for the small things that we have right now so maybe right now you aren't living in a house and you're in an apartment be thankful for that because you can say hey god you know what i'm thankful for what i have while i work towards what i want mm. Maybe you, you, you have a crap shoot of a job, but it pays your bills. So it's not where you want to be, but be thankful for it. Maybe you don't have a wife or a husband, but you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. 
be thankful that God has placed somebody in your life to share your life with until you get to the next step. And maybe you don't have any kids. Be thankful, amen, somebody, that you have your freedom to do what you want to do. Because I'm going to tell you something. I was a single parent by choice, let's be clear. But being a, being a parent in general, it's a lot of work. Because when everybody else decides they're going to get up and just go and do whatever they do, whoop-de-woo, you can't do that because you have a child. So be thankful that you have your freedom to come and go when you feel like it. Be thankful that you can sleep late. Be thankful that you don't have to get woken up in the middle of the night by a baby that needs to be dried and fed. See, those are the, the small things I was talking about being thankful for until you get the family that you're looking for. Number three, you take too much for granted. See, every now and again, we will donate money to charities and, and count our blessings or we witness somebody going through something and it'll result in our feelings of, of gratitude for not having to go through what they're growing th going through. But why don't we do this every day? You ever notice how you only do that when those situations arise? We need to start doing this every day. Stop taking things for granted. I don't know about you all, but when I wake up in the morning, before my feet hit the floor, I'm saying, Lord, thank you for tapping me on my little old shoulder and waking me up this morning because you didn't have to do it. I don't take that for granted. And I want to encourage you to, to stop taking it for granted. See, because most folks went to bed the night before, but not everybody woke up this morning with you and I. Somebody's not going to wake up tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So I always tell people, don't take anything for granted. That's why the first thing that comes out of my mouth is, Lord, thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for waking me up in my right mind. Thank you for waking me up with activity in my limbs. Thank you for waking me up with a roof over my head. I don't take it lightly and I don't take it for granted because somebody went to bed in their right, right mind but they woke up just as nutty as a fruitcake. How or why, I don't know. Somebody went to bed with activity in their limbs but they woke up not being able to use them for whatever reason. So these are things that I think many of us take for granted. And I'm trying to encourage you to stop taking them for granted. When you don't take things for granted, you simply squeeze more out of life. We, all, we always hear kids in, about the kids in Africa. Y'all remember you were growing up and, and you, didn't, you were wasting food and your parents said, you know, there's starving kids in Africa. And you used to think, okay, well, where are these kids? Because your, your parents always talk about them, but you never saw them. Now, as you got older, you realize that that is true. And it's not just the kids. A lot of them that are starving in Africa, it's the adults as well. Young, old, and in between. But do we really take the time to stop and think of how privileged that we may be in the midst of all of our complaining? Okay, so you don't, you don't like llama beans. I know I don't. And you, you complain about having to eat them, not thinking... We don't even have to go all the way to Africa. You could just go right outside of your community. And there are homeless people somewhere that didn't have anything to eat that night. You might not have liked anything on your plate, but guess what? You had food and you didn't have to go to bed hungry because somewhere right where near where you live and could be somebody living on your street or in your building. Come on, somebody didn't have food. So while you're complaining about what you had to eat, 
somebody didn't have anything to eat. So we need to always think about that kind of stuff. Whether it's our health, our abilities, the love from friends, family, our hobbies, our freedom, we all have something that we can truly be grateful for. Everybody, if you stop and think, think about what you have to be grateful for. Some of you all have many things. Some of you only may have one or two, and that's all right. But you have something to be grateful for. Number four, you are your own worst critic. It's okay to judge yourself so you can take on, uh, so, so you can stay on track, but you take things to a whole new level when you go overboard. When you consistently criticize and find fault with what you do, or what others do and who you are, you'll never get to a level of satisfaction where you're truly content with yourself. When you judge yourself too much, you begin to hold yourself back. If you sell yourself short, you'll never experience the full value of your potential. Take some time to get to know the voice that's always criticizing you. Try to understand where it comes from and why do you listen to it? And I'm very serious about that. I want you all to, to, to start doing that. Take the time to, to, to hone in on that, that voice that's always criticizing you. Where's that voice coming from? And why do you listen to it? Why do you think that, that what that voice says is the gospel? And, and you're going to listen to it because that, I'm air quoting, that voice said it. Stop beating yourself up over every mistake that you make. After all, we learn through the mistakes that we make, right? Well, some of us do. Consistently over-criticizing yourself will hold you back. Stomp out your confidence and make you focus on the things that may not really matter at all. Number five, you overanalyze. Overanalyzing causes you to overthink absolutely everything. And I'll be honest with you, I have been that person many times in my life. I've gotten to a point now where I don't overanalyze over everything, but some things I do. And when I catch myself, I go, wait, stop, Michelle, what are you doing? Cut it out. We're not doing that today, girl. We are not doing that today. So there's a struggle between our mind and our instinct our brain and our heart. We come up with an initial answer to a problem and then we overcomplicate the matter and do a complete 360. Isn't that crazy how we do that? And we all do it. You may not do it often, but you do it because I know I do it. So while it's important to carefully think about things, overthinking them can be very detrimental to you, to me, to other people. So to avoid unnecessarily overly overthinking things, you must trust your instincts. Make sure you aren't basing your decision on misled or faulty assumptions, which will allow your mind to create things that aren't actually there. That's something that you have to work on. Number six, you prefer the easy way. Shortcuts are a way of life, and though they may be a they may be necessary at times because it, it's a time saver, they oftentimes can detract from our sense of working towards something and earning it. When you work towards something, it has a different meaning to you. You develop a sense of appreciation and it contributes to a great sense of accomplishment at the end of the road. Your inner 
enemy keeps you from being able to go the extra mile and reaping the extra rewards that may come as a result. You can't expect full results while using only half the effort. It's in our nature to avoid inconveniences, but oftentimes we have to. I don't know about you all, but anything, I'm not saying that I don't value things that are given to me, but I think I value them more when I had to earn it, when I had to Whew, when I had to just take that uphill journey to get what I wanted, I think I value it a whole lot more. Number seven, you make assumptions. And y'all know what, uh, what we say about when we make assumptions, right? Making assumptions means that you're making an ass out of you. Well, it, it says you and me, but I'm going to say you. So projecting assumptions onto situations can be a hot mess and a disaster. If you assume someone is mad at you, you will take a defensive stance towards that person or those people, and they may not have done anything at all. And you act in, in your funky mood all based on an assumption. This is why you shouldn't place your standards on other people because everyone is different and we all think differently. You cannot assume that Bobby is going to handle a situation the way you would handle it. I had to get to a place where I stopped doing that. And in my mind, I have to say, well, Michelle, wait a minute, they're not you. They don't think the way you do. So you have to let them handle that situation the way it's best for them. And number eight, last but not least, you doubt yourself. A word of advice is this, self-doubt is in itself unwarranted. If you haven't failed at something and ultimately doubt that you can do it, it'll only prevent you from progressing. Oftentimes, self-doubt may just be an unwillingness to do something. Y'all know how we do. We, we come up with this self-doubt because that's how we talk ourselves out of doing something that we need to do, but we don't really want to do. Under no circumstances should you ever doubt yourself. When it comes to your potential, realize that the sky is the limit. Let me tell you something. I tell myself, Michelle, you can do that. Whatever it is, I always tell myself I can do it. Now, even if I don't get a chance to accomplish that goal, I'm sure going to give it 110% and try. I'm not going to talk myself out of not doing it. And if I don't hit the mark on the first try, guess what? I'm going to come back and try again. It's just like with, with powerlifting and getting strong. When I attempt to lift the weight, I may not get it up. Maybe when I'm dead lifting a certain weight, I get it up to my knees, but I can't lock out with it. So I put it back down to the floor. Take me a two, three minute break. And I come back and I try it again. This time I get the bar up mid-thigh, but I still can't lock out. So I put it back down on the floor, take another break. And then I say, all right, Michelle, come on, we're going to get it. We're almost there. I'm not going to give up on myself. And so I try set number three, take my breath, squeeze my shoulders back, squeeze my legs, and I drive and I drive and I drive and I drive and bam, I lock out with it. Guess what? It took me three tries, but I was able to lock the weight out. I didn't give up because it was, it was heavy and I didn't say, oh my God, I'm not gonna be able to do this. I, I can't do this. Cause then I would talk myself out of trying. Sometimes you have to keep going. Under no circumstances should you ever doubt yourself when it comes to your potential. Oh, sorry. I said that realize the sky's the limit. And use your sense of realism to evaluate the consequences of your actions. Don't assume that your actions will be unfavorable 
will have unfavorable consequences. We have to, like I said, get out of that place where we're always thinking the worst about things. Good grief. And we do this so much. And to be honest with you, more times than not, you are the reason why you can't get to the next level or that you keep failing. It's because of, the, of what you're thinking, what you're telling yourself. And what, what your mind tells the body, the body's going to react to what the mind is saying. So you have to think positive that you can do whatever it is that you said you were trying to do. Let me do a quick recap and I promise I'm going to let you be. So today's topic was why you, you are your own worst enemy. And I gave you eight reasons why. And I'm pretty sure there are more, but these are just the eight that I have. So number one, I said you don't manage your expectations. Number two, I said you don't appreciate the small things. And when you don't do that, you, you miss out on getting to where you want to be because you didn't appreciate the small things you already had. Number three, you take too much for granted. Like I said, I've learned never to take anything for granted. Number four, you are your own worst critic. Sometimes you, we want to blame the world. Oh, the world doesn't believe in me. The world doesn't trust me. No, you don't believe in you. You don't trust you. Number five, you overanalyze. And like I said, I've been that person. So I know what that feels like to overanalyze everything. And I work on that daily. And I have to catch myself when I do it. Number six, you prefer the easy way. Sometimes in life, the easy way is exactly what we need in that moment. But sometimes you have to go through some stuff to get to where you want to be. And doing that will, will make you appreciate what you have a whole lot more when you had to take the long way around. Number seven, you make assumptions. And what do we say about assumptions? You make an ass out of you, not me, but you. <laughs> so we need, I need you to stop making assumptions about things. Some of you all knock yourself out of the running because you make the assumption that you, you see your, your opponent and you go, mm, I can't, I, I won't win. Uh, let me just forget it. No, you're assuming that. You didn't even go out there and try. And number eight, you doubt yourself. Self-doubt is the worst thing, one of the worst things that you can do to yourself. And this is why many of you will never ever get to the next level or get to where you want to be because of the self-doubt that you have for yourself. You know, it's one thing that the world doubts us, but it's, it's something even worse when you sit and doubt yourself. If I had a dollar for every time I told somebody I believed in them and they said, well, Michelle, I'm glad you believe in me, honey, because I sure don't. I'd be a rich woman. And that's a shame when I believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Cut out that self-doubt, y'all. This is a new day. We're not going to keep doing this. We're going to cut out the self-doubt. You can do it. You can do it. And if you don't know how, reach out to somebody that can help you get to where you want to be. You guys, that's all I have for you all. If you're new to my podcast, I want to say welcome and thank you for joining me. Hopefully something I said resonates with you or maybe this podcast is, is one that would be great for you to share with someone that you know. I would greatly appreciate that. Please make sure you subscribe and come back. I post new podcasts every Saturday. For those of you that this is not your first rodeo, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me because I couldn't do what I do without each and every one of you. And so for that, I truly, truly thank you all from the bottom of my heart.
You know the drill, you know my spiel. I love each and every one of you. Love you all to the moon and back and there is nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing you can do about it because I'm gonna love you no matter what. I'ma love you when you're going up. I'ma love you when you're coming down. I'ma love you when you're going in. I'ma love you when you're coming out. But most importantly, I'm gonna love you when nobody else even likes you. Please be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated and you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. There's a button on the screen that you should be able to tap on to do that for those of you who have done that for me thank you thank you thank you i truly appreciate it and it allows me to continue to do what i love doing now i want you to go out there and be great because great is calling you and great is calling me until our next podcast take care